This is the voice guy from your favorite podcast, Two Douchebags and a Microphone. People often ask us how they can find us when doing a remote broadcast. One, smell. Go to the city market and start sniffing. Our aroma has been described as a mixture of flea powder for goats, Tabasco sauce, and old sock with dark fuzzy urine. Two, look for the spot absent of patrons. Three, the most telling sign is a crowd of patrons vomiting uncontrollably. Four, just call us at 816-512-7717. That's, That's right. It's another exciting edition of Two Douchebags and a Microphone podcast, live with the story from Arkansas, Missouri, on the banks of beautiful Crystal Waters, Missouri. Stay tuned, Here we go. Once again, we offer you strange insults from an alien. Hey, I'll see it on your computer with your headphones still attached. Fact about cats. Okay. They're all insane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, a scandal involving Tesla. That doesn't surprise me. And, uh... Interesting observations about a show I was watching, Secrets of the Tampa Zoo. Oh, really? And similar shows, and shows they advertised during that one, and I think it was kind of interesting. Okay. What do you want to go into? Uh, let's start off with the, just a little short thing, the interesting th- fact about cats. Okay. It'll take about 30 seconds. All righty. <laughs> we shall do this. All right. You want to start off? Sure. Okay. Your audio good? Sounds good. All right. All right, welcome. We are Two Douchebags and a Microphone. I'm Topher. I'm Mark. And we are back at our stomping grounds at the City Market. Yes. Yep. We, yep. Uh, we've got some approaching rainstorms. This ought to be fun. Yeah. Hopefully but, it starts rumbling like it did a few minutes ago. But Yeah. Yeah, so. Fortunately, we're self-contained as far as electrical power goes, so if yeah. uh, lightning strike won't hurt us, uh, power outage won't hurt us. Uh, you guys are shit out of luck. Virtually yeah. nothing will stop us, right? <laughs> this, this train wreck keeps on rolling yeah. along. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so lightning strikes won't traditionally stop us. No. <laughs> so, unless it hits us directly. Yep. Then, well, then, yeah. Plus, so. you've got the superpower of being undunkable. This is true. I've always learned yeah. this about yeah. you. Yes. Uh, yeah, being undunkable means that lightning should go right through me. Uh, it should. Yeah. Just pass yeah. harmlessly through. That's right. Yes. yes. Yeah. Your adamantium skeleton. Oh, wait, you're not Wolverine. Sorry. Oh, Never yeah. Mind. Okay. Uh, damn it. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Yeah. Just couldn't swing it. So, yeah, yeah. anyhow. I uh, I tried to be Wolverine and wound up more like Vaseline. So, yeah. <laughs> and I'm more like flies in the Vaseline. Yeah. <laughs> Good song. Good song. Uh, yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, here's here's something that's been keeping me awake at night. That if all of the cats mm-hmm. in the entire world decided to invade Scotland, that means every Scottish person would have to fight off 114 cats. <laughs> I I think the cats could take Scotland. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah, I really think they could do it. 114 is a lot of cats, dude. Oh, there we go. Production value. Yeah. <laughs> and then we could call it Scatland. 
Scatland, yeah. Yeah, there Scatland. We go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we already got our angle. Yes. There we go. How so about that? Being somewhat Scottish myself, I thought that was interesting that... Uh, yeah, and obviously there's got to be some in there with me, too, because of my last name. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So, anyhow, yeah. So, that was an interesting fact back then. That, that is pretty damn cool. <laughs> so, anyhow, we have a variety of different topics here. Uh, mm-hmm. the, new, the New American Contemporary... Urban, Urban Dictionary, Dictionary of America. Of America. Yeah, they got a long, complex yeah. title, don't they? They're mouthing off again. Oh, of they said they that are. all Gen Z should use their slang because the other stuff is the shit that the Gen Xs and the and the Millennials came up with, and this is not their language. And they're shaking their tiny fists, telling everybody that if you're younger, you <laughs> use our slang and nobody else's. So, so I thought dictionaries were something to let you know what language people were actually using. Not this, making up words. This one is saying we're making up words and telling you this is the ones you should be using. And this is what they use online. They call themselves a dictionary. I, any chance they work for like an advertising firm? Oh, I'm, There's something to it. <laughs> there's there's something to it. I have not found it yet. But I would guarantee uh, there's something to it. I got a story where people are furious at Pat Sajak because they say he stole they, he stole $100,000 because the lady actually... And I watched the video. Oh, okay. Contestant. You... Yeah, she was from Texas, and mm-hmm. she has that that draw. Mm-hmm. And I do think she said what they thought she said, and Pat said she did not. Ah. And people are going, bullshit. She said it. Give her her $100,000. Wow. So, they can afford it. I mean, shows like I, that can afford I it. I think when it's all done, if enough shit goes on like it is right now, mm-hmm. that it will be awarded to her. All right. Um, we have Tyreek Hill mouthing off. Of course. He yeah. mouths off all the time. Yeah. So, anyhow. <laughs> um, uh, did you have anything you wanted to start into, or do you want me to start yeah. into something? Okay. Um, notice to Tesla owners. Uh, anybody out there owning a Tesla, there is a class action lawsuit currently uh, in the works. Um, Tesla has uh, internal cameras on their cars that mm-hmm. look at the interior, and that's that's part of how they know how to drive and how they look at how you're acting, what you're doing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and now you're talking about like the takeover feature. Let's say you're drowsy and you're weaving. All of a sudden, Tesla goes, "Hang on." This guy is showing signs of, uh, of being worn out and, uh-huh. and sleepy. We're going to take the wheel for him and make sure he gets home safely. Yeah, that's part of it. But those can- those internal cameras are always working. Uh, it, it, at least while you're driving and sometimes when you're not driving. You know, when your yeah. like, car is parked or something, you can still have the internal cameras running, I think. But the problem is, so. is, is arising from the fact that it doesn't just... Uh, video the inside of your car it also stores that video and Tesla can access that video Oh! and now Tesla employees have been sharing some of the racier videos that they've gotten out of customers cars they're toast they They are are toast (laughs) see here comes another lightning I think I just saw the flash but didn't we say people will porn up anything they get their hands on? You're right. An internal camera on the Tesla has now been porned up by Tesla uh, employees. You know what? If someone was smart enough and knew this is going to happen, like had enough foresight, and I'm sure there are people out there that could figure this out and see where this is going, mm-hmm. it would be fucking cool. Is you bought? There it is. There's that rumble. If, 
if you bought one and you knew this was going to happen and you couldn't afford it, well, you own it now. Yep. And then more. Yep. Yep. All so. you got to do is play Mr. Tug Johnson. <laughs> and you got it. Look at that. I'm fucking playing Touchy Selfie and he fucking got me everywhere. <laughs> 30 million. Yep. So. As far as I know, these videos so far have only been shared internally within Tesla. The, the Tesla employees have been texting him, emailing him, sending them all over to each other. You know, hey, look at this one, roadhead. Like you said. You know, hey, look at this one, somebody shit in the back seat. You know, just all, <laughs> whatever it is, any that's embarrassing or sexy or whatever, they're, they've, this, some of these are going to wind up on YouTube. Or, or you know, and I'll bet you some of it's like, hey, hey, man, let's see what Mr. Nut twir- Twirler's doing. Uh-huh. Yep, twirling his nuts. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to number seven. Yeah. Now, <laughs> well, I don't know if they can just, you know, download it from the car as you drive by or whether it's when you come in for service they can download the videos or what. But mm-hmm. apparently Tesla employees have a huge stockpile of Tesla customers doing all sorts of stuff in their own cars. And they're well, all watching. Yeah, yep, yep. And that does not surprise me one yep. bit, and I kind of expect it from them. Yep. I mean, honestly, I mean, you know, it is but Tesla. As bad news as that is, the good news is if you own a Tesla, you can be in this lawsuit. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, you pretty much have your car paid for. Yep. So there. Yep. And then Tesla's going to have to figure out what to do so this can't happen again. And I don't know what they can do. Um, hmm. Boy, that's going to be a tough one. Yeah. Because you either have access or you don't. I don't yep. know how you put that in the middle and be like, well, we can block this. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Because if the cameras are still collecting the raw data in the car, Tesla's got access to the raw data. Yeah, no fuzzing true. out someone's face for protecting identity. I yeah, mean, they that's can't stuff really... they do after they already have access to your video. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be very interesting on yeah. how they can do that and how they can't. Um, They'll have to figure out a way that a human can't have access to that video until it's been censored. Yes. So there's, you know, AI is going to have to censor it. It's going to have to be AI, I guess. Yeah. But then AI could take it and do what they wanted to too yeah. because we've proven in past episodes that AI can uh-huh. turn evil on a dime like people. And a, a, a person can also talk to the AI and say, come on, let a few dirty ones through. I want to see them. And the AI can go, yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah, you're my friend. Uh-huh. You're, you're my friend, Billy. Yeah. I'll let you see them. You remember the decades when they were? we were told, oh, it's you know, it's done by machine. You can trust it. <laughs> Anymore, oh, it's done by a machine. You better not trust it. No, no, no. I, I was, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It used to yeah. be like, well, there's no humans involved, so you don't have to worry about someone looking and going, hey. Or, uh-huh. yeah. Now you almost rather have a human. Uh, almost. Because an artificial intelligence doesn't feel guilt or remorse for wrecking your life. No. <laughs> well, neither do a lot of people. But well, that's still, true. Yeah. Yeah. But At least no, with no, people, no. you have a chance. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> well, I mean, that's... that's. Look, you get a Tesla. I guess you know that... Uh, I mean... And th- this is all Everybody has pains. this assumption yeah. that they're private. Yeah. But the assumption is not actually real on any level if you look at it. Yeah. And, and you know, a lot of this is growing pains for new technology that's working the bugs out. Yeah. And that's why I don't like to be one of the first adopters of new technology. It's like, let someone else who's really eager for it and who wants to. I'll take it back to the day of Windows, when Windows was a big swinging fucking dick, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. No one bought the first one. No. No one did. Well, anyone that knew anything didn't. They're like, yeah. oh, no. Uh-uh. That's full this of This thing's going to crash all the time. Yeah, viruses, uh-huh. all that. 
And then, you know, all right, how many versions is the 10th? Okay, I'll get it now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember buying the first version of, like, 98. Uh-huh. Oh, you need this patch. Oh, you need this patch. I'm like, why the fuck did I even get this? Mm. Yeah, I, I remember my brother m- Meanwhile, Macintosh, all those snobs are over there laughing. <laughs> Mine doesn't do that. Yeah, but yours locks you into Apple only. Exactly. I, I know. I was getting ready you to go there. You can't stray outside the cult of no, Apple, like, and you've got to pay Apple prices for everything. Yeah, it's so bad as, like, the Apple Council. Yeah. Come here, Mark. Yes. <laughs> this is the Apple Council. Yeah. Did you try to stray? Well, it's just you guys are so sad. No! You will be abolished! I'm sorry, Apple. God, I won't ever do it again. So, anyhow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I wish that truck would leave, you know? I wish it would, too. It makes me a little jittery why it's just sitting there making noise. Yeah. I think uh, our coffee is probably ready, so you'll probably hear a clip here. That's just the way it is, fuckers. Yep. I'm getting our coffees. Plus the truck is leaving. So hang tight, fuckers. All right. Said coffees are are here. Uh, We got our original table back. The people that were here were scared off by our horrible conversation, and we are here. So we had to take a lesser table down the road for a little bit. So It It was adequate, but... Nah, magic happens here. No, magic happens here. <laughs> yeah, and as soon as I come up to get our coffee, we've talked to a very nice lady that I see up here a lot, and she said that she doesn't have anything to say today, but she might in the future, so we hope that she uh, joins us. Yeah. Yeah, so. Anyhow, I have this little bit here. We talked earlier about the New Contemporary Urban Dictionary oh, yes. of America. I believe that's what it is. And if you put that in and it doesn't hit, then just keep trying. We're going to have another lightning, um, thunder flash here. Um, if you don't keep trying, because this thing is so odd, it's not that popular yet. And but it's apparently got a really odd specific name. If you don't get it just name. right, then... No, there it is. There might be like an under slash or something that I keep missing. I don't know. But I get it half of the time I hit. Yeah. So, anyhow. So, now I have it in my bookmark so I can go get to it. But they are pissed off. Remember before they were mad at the uh, the Urban Dictionary uh-huh. saying that Swagger Jacking was their word. and they told, Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they they Swagger Jacked the word Swagger Jack. Yeah, they Swagger Jacked it. And... Uh, <laughs> It's, what was the other one? Swagger stomping or yes, smudging? Swagger, swagger stomping. stomping. Yeah. Yes. And they're mad because they said that like uh, people like uh, the Urban Dictionary, or it's their word, and mm-hmm. they were spreading false uh, information about how the word is supposed to be the meaning of the word. Yeah. So <laughs> these people, I like Christopher said, like Topher said earlier, they're con- they are connected to something else. That's trying to get attention. <clears throat> Guaranteed. Why else would someone go through this much trouble yeah. over nothing? They're, they're acting like it's the whole East Coast versus West Coast rap war. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and it's, it's just like a nobody of gives a shit. That make up stuff. <laughs> it takes me ten minutes to find their fucking website for God's sakes, and it's so long. So yes. anyhow, uh, uh, but in okay. their own minds, they're super important. Yes. Nearly godlike. And they said the new contemporary urban dictionary. This is, they said, if you are a Gen Z, Uh you definitely need to be using this, and other people ought to, too. Now they're telling people what to do. Yeah, it separates you from those millennials (laughs) and those Gen Xers 
And those, uh, and those, you know, I don't know. All those know. silly people who don't know what they're talking the about because they're not you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So this is the suggestions that Gen Zs or younger or, or if you're like-minded or whatever use. Number one, swerve jerking. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Do you have any idea what a swerve jerk could be? Ugh. Not a clue. Not a clue. Okay. Covering up your tracks. Trying to hide a lie with extreme measures. I got the swerve, but where's the jerking, jerking come in? I, I don't know. I mean, is that like jerking him around? Possibly? I don't know. To me, that sounds suspiciously like swagger jacking. Yes, they're trying to come up with a replacement. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, and we even have this new word to prove that we have this old word. Or something. I don't yes. know. Look um, at our cool new word. Um, undershot. <laughs> Okay, undershot. Well, this you one can... I kind of agree with. I could see it yeah. kind of takes a weird turn, though. You'll see. Yeah. Well, overshoot means you exceeded. Undershot, I would guess, means you didn't try hard enough. You didn't use enough force, energy, money, whatever. Undershot means a naughty picture sent through text, usually a body part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, horning the shit okay, out of anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, but I mean, at least I kind of got the correlation. The swerve jerking, I was kind of like, uh, okay. Undershot, okay, I think I get it. Underneath, taking a shot of a mm-hmm. picture, undershot. Yeah, okay. But it, to me, it's kind of plain for, I don't know. Like underwear gym. shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, or under the desk, underskirt. Under desk, underskirt. Yeah, yeah. So. okay. Yeah. So that, that was know, pretty childish. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Uh, scat mouthing. Okay, scat can mean shit, mm-hmm. or it can mean improv. Yes. Yep. Uh, scat mouthing, I guess, would be talking shit about somebody. Yep. And also another thing, scat mouthing, talking shit or exceptional bragging and self-promotion. Okay. So not about somebody, just your... No, it can be either. It's basically what Trump does all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, scat mouthing can... I like that because you can use it in either, and that gives it that array of... I wonder how they meant that. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, This one's interesting. Warm pillow. Wow, that conjures up images of uh, safety, comfort, security, or uh, an easy lay. Oh, wow. Never thought about that one. Yeah. That was pretty good, too. So, that could go any kind of direction, I guess. A person that hints of someone being wrong or very casually making fun of a situation or person. Okay, I think I see where they're going. They're like, everyone wants to flip the pillow over and get the cool side of the pillow. And they're talking about, well, you're a warm pillow, which means, you know, you're... Yeah, undesirable. Undesirable. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. I could get along. I could get it's along. Like calling him the turd Ooh. in the bowl of ice cream. You know? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. That was a fucking window rattler. Yeah. You, oh. Look. Look at the. Uh, <laughs> you ought to it, see the the uh, audiogram. <laughs> the the audiogram. It oh compressed the shit out of our oh audio. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like you blurred fucking Ted Nugent at a 12 or something. I don't yeah. know. So, <laughs> Can't wait to hear that I one back. show my age with Ted Nugent. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, let's see. Polio mouth. Mm. 
This one, I'm not really... Wow. I think I could have done better. I'm going to take a guess, and I hope I'm wrong, if they're using polio as a way to date something, how old something is, like polio era. Like polio mouth be, oh, you're Actually, talking a lot like more an old simpler. person. A lot simpler than that. Okay, because that would be that would be sick to use a, a terrible disease like polio just to insinuate insinuate someone's old. Well, uh, just let me. Okay. A person with a speech impediment or trashed and cannot speak properly. Oh, that's sick. That's even worse. That's because that's someone with polio. You know how they. This is the way I took it. Oh, and this is the young generation that's supposed to be so open and accepting. Yes. And no, no, and this is something I'm learning. The more I'm reading Lord. about Gen Zs. The more they're more raunchier than we probably are. are a bunch of little shits. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, they're very pissed off. A bunch of too. hypocritical little shits. I know. <laughs> You've got polio mouth. God. God, that's just evil. I, when I read this, I said, this can't be the obvious. Mm-hmm. I was like, it can't be the obvious. It's something else. That's, yeah. that's bad enough. Yep. Um, let's see. Next one Human Jenga. Human Jenga. Um. That could be like a dog pile of people, like uh, when nine people try to tackle the guy with the football, or it could refer to an orgy, or it could refer to a very crowded living situation. That's about all the guesses I have. Boy, these... <laughs> those, that thunder sounds great in the yeah. cans, doesn't it, man? Yeah. The headphones, fucking wow. We've got a roof over our heads, so we're not getting rained on, and we're not going to get hit by lightning, so that's pretty awesome. Well, we're getting the residual thunder, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, an all-out orgy or a car crash involving multiple people. Okay, so I was close on the on the orgy. That's another multifaceted one. It yeah. could be like sex or it could be death. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> this one cracked me up. Okay. Bean Bandit. Bean Bandit. Bean Bandit. Not a clue. A man who takes a woman's virginity. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> no. Wow, that's bad. <laughs> no, I was like, what? Oh. I was like, number one, can't they get more inventive? No, I know. That's like, I've heard of the term ass bandit, which yes. was a derogatory term for somebody who liked anal sex. Yes. So, like, they kind of took that and twisted it into someone, a guy that takes bean a woman's virginity. Bean bandit. Bean, like, bean, I've heard bean, bean using. Bean or yeah, whatever, uh-huh. yeah. Don't they have anything better to do? Well, now, okay, let me stress. This is not Gen Zers. Oh, this is is the dictionary that's trying to tell them how to talk. Yes. So they probably, for all I know, they look at this and the reason they're popular is because they think they're idiots. Yeah. I don't know. So here's this made-up fake dictionary, and they're making they're making up these terms and demanding everyone needs to start using them. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd I'd look for some sort of advertising firm behind that. That's what I think. Because then they want, they'll start using those terms in an advertisement and then trademark them. I knew there's some entity behind it, but when you say the advertising firm, mm. that would make the most amount of sense. It's kind of like when these words become popular, we already own them. Yeah. That's the first thing I look at is how is someone making money off of this and who is it? Well, judging how hard it is to get to the website, our website has more hits than theirs. <laughs> That's awesome. No, actually, we're doing very well. Yes. Um, Yes, thank Clap you. Party. Thank you, listeners. Yeah, thank you, all of you, all over America and too. Downloaders. I, I just can't believe every every area of America listens to us. I like it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, we can travel, do a road tour. Yeah, we could. 
<laughs> Clap party. Clap party. That was the plan when we first started was eventually branch out and go to other markets that mm-hmm. have coffee houses. Yeah. Like, let's say, Pike Place in Seattle yep. or the Boston Market in, mm-hmm. in uh, Boston or... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, well, anyhow, I mean, we go to Nashville, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's the, the original plan is to hit up as many as we could and uh, and broadcast from there and critique the coffee and talk to people around the area. So, who yeah. knows? We're still working on this thing. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll definitely have to put a road road uh, road tour together. Yep. Now, what was I on? Uh, clap party. Okay. Something like a that. A person that gives fake compliments or praise regularly. Yeah, I can see that. I could, I, yeah. They're like your own personal applause track that follows you around everywhere. Yes, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, you the man. Like, yeah, like a, like a yes crew. Yeah, like everyone who hung around Michael Jackson. Well, you see, I could, <laughs> I could see, uh, yeah, no kidding. I, I could see like a, um, like a football player and, yeah. someone, and a Gen Z going, oh, look at the clap hardies. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I get that one pretty good. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that one. Radley sidecar. Whoa, that's weird. Yeah, that sounds like a, some sort of complex drink you order at, at a trendy yuppie bar. It does, don't it? <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah, uh, I'll t- I'll take a Radley sidecar, please. <laughs> and the sidecar is like a scoop of ice cream on the edge <laughs> yeah. of your martini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, what is a Radley sidecar? A spouse or partner that constantly is bitching and griping. Uh, I kind of like that. Okay. Hey, hey, get rid of the Radley sidecar. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> in, uh, in the 30s or 40s, they had what were called rumble seats, which was a small convertible seat that opened up in the trunk lid of the car. Yes, yep. And that was typically where the cartoons would show the mother-in-law sitting while the man drove. He'd put his nagging oh, yeah. mother-in-law and in the rumble seat. she was all seat. pissed off looking all scowling yeah. and everything. Because yeah. she's outside and everybody else is inside. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, next one. Loose bearing. Loose bearing. Okay, now I've heard this as referring to somebody who is unpredictable and can cause a lot of damage. Like loose cannon, loose bearing... Yeah, you pretty much got it. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, unpredictable partner or spouse. So that would make more. That would be more relatable than loose cannon. Is a loose bearing. Yeah, loose bearing. So that would be it, and that that's all the ones that they had in this article. And their little fists are waving mightily. The, their little fists are waving mightily. <laughs> so. I remember being in. Uh, uh, Omaha, or I think it was Lincoln, went up there for a wedding reception, uh-huh. and I had forgotten to pack a belt, and my pants kept falling down, so um, we walked from the hotel to a uh, strip mall that was nearby, and they had a clothing store there, and I thought, great, you know, clothing store, I could buy a belt. The clothing store was called Urban Mail. Urban Mail. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, Urban... At the very least, you're talking about someone who lives within the city. Mm-hmm. And male. Okay, dude. I'm a dude. Um, it's urban doesn't necessarily mean any ethnic group. It just means you're not a country boy. Yeah. yeah. So I started looking through this store, and there wasn't a single belt anywhere. And then I asked one of the uh, clerks, you know, where are the belts? And, oh, well, we don't really have belts. And I said, oh, 
Well, I guess urban males don't wear belts then, huh? <laughs> and she looked at me like she wanted to slap, slap me because I said urban male, and then she realized that's the name of the store. Yeah. You know, she thought I was making fun of black people, I think. Oh. And then she realized your store is called Urban Mail. Yeah. And you don't stock belts, therefore you apparently don't think urban males need belts. I. And then you know, yeah. she looked like she wanted to get really offended, but then she couldn't figure out exactly Let's what she it. should be offended about. Everybody wants to get offended. Yeah. Man, she, look she at wanted... that Wow, your car is floating away, isn't it? Yeah, it is. No, we need rain bad, so that's good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, and. She was so, I don't know what would you call that, wanted to be so confrontational maybe? She wanted to be confrontational, yeah. And she wanted, it's like she wanted credit for working in a store called Urban Mail and go, look how open-minded I am. It's like, okay, but nothing about this says black, it just says urban. Yeah. So if you want to pretend it's a store for black men, then you can. Yeah. But that's not what the word, that the name says, and nothing in this store says it's for black people. No, that's it just right. says urban male and urban it's men's male. clothing. So, yeah, but she was just ready, really ready to get offended. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are a lot of people like that. What reminded me of that the other day, I was watching... I think it was this show I'm going to talk about later, Secrets of the Zoo Tampa. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forget which channel that's on. But they were showing ads for um, streaming on uh, BET channel and BET Plus. Mm-hmm. And they, they'd run the ad for the show and they say BET Plus and then they show the logo and underneath the logo were the words Screaming Black Culture. And I thought, wow, that's a bold-ass claim that this one streaming service apparently feels that they have digitized black culture and is now available for streaming online. I, okay, they don't want anyone to question them. Yeah. They just say this as a blanket statement mm-hmm. and just take it for granted that people are going to go, oh, they say they are, okay. It's just like CNN says they're news. Yeah. Oh, but, they say they're cable news network. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, it, it's it's the same thing. It's like the company Federal Express, which has nothing to do with the federal government. The federal it's Reserve. just a name. Yeah, Federal Reserve yeah, has nothing to do with the government. Yeah. It's just a name. Because it says federal, everyone's like, oh, okay, it's a government. <laughs> yeah. Nah. No. Yeah. But, but the idea that they could say that this one streaming service has the monopoly and knows absolutely everything about black culture and they are your one source and that's what they stream is real and true black culture, that's, pretty, that's a pretty ballsy claim to it make is. for any network to say we are it, we're the source, and we're 100% authentic. Yeah. That, that just doesn't sound right. It sounds to me like they're trying to appeal to white people who want to feel like they're in touch with black culture. I would agree. They'll watch the shows and then they'll pat themselves on the back for being so in tune with another culture. Yes. When really all they've been fed is the white people version that's acceptable to them that won't scare them off. Yeah. 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 Yep. But just just seeing them put that on the screen. Stream black culture. Really, that's something that you can download. 
No, I know. I, I, know. I had no idea that a, 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 the culture of an entire person, an entire race of people, was something that could be downloaded. You know, you know what I think of that? It's just stupid. I think that's like, um, let's say you're at a tire shop, right? And they're like a big corporate conglomerate. They will put that on there just because of the title. Yes. They'll go, look, we're all inclusive here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like, like the old checkbook charity. Yes, checkbook you know? charity. Yeah. Uh-huh. Don't don't show me your poor, sick, crippled kids. Just let me write a check and go away. Yeah, but will any of those guys go out and hire an urban kid and have them work work in uh, uh, change of tires? They're probably not. No. But they'll or change stream the work that environment. Look, yeah. 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 Or change the work environment. Yeah, but to they'll make, stream that. Yeah. To make it look like they're conscientious, they care. They're, they're all about yeah. inclusion. Yeah, so. It's what we used to call lip service. It's lip service. You say it, but you don't mean it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, I, yeah, that's that's how it came off to me is, is a, a really ballsy boast that they're pretty sure no one is going to call them on without exactly. looking like a Nazi. Yeah. And, the, and it will go on, and people don't really want to take the time to even counterclaim it because they don't care. Yeah. It's just like the new urban contemporary yeah. dictionary of fucking America or whatever it is. Yeah. Nobody's counterclaiming it because they don't care. They're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, I think I might have heard that term before. Yeah. Oh, well, did they cut? Ca- okay, well, good for them. That's it. Yeah. It's done. It's like so. the, the, the guy who runs into the room and yells, look at me. I'm really cool. I, I'm really cool. Aren't I cool? It's like, no, you wait for other people to tell you what you yeah, are. Yeah, you're not cool if you, don't you go tell people it. to tell you you're cool. Yeah. I was in a band once with a, a keyboard player, uh-huh. and he had a pretty inflated uh, opinion of his own uh, abilities, etc. And there was there was a, a, a show we did once. We, we let him sing a couple of songs because he wanted to. Oh, did he have LSD without even being a lead singer? Yes, he did. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, when it was his, t- his turn to sing a couple of songs, he'd step up to the mic, and the first thing he'd say was, people tell me I look like Sammy Hagar, and then he'd grin. Wow. Oh my god. Cringe. Talk about cringe. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, if you got to stay it ain't yeah, true. That, I mean, he looked like a little bit like he could have been Sammy Hagar's overweight alcoholic uncle. <laughs> <laughs> but man, that never went over well when he said that. That was just like the audience just kind of went, "Ew, he's one of those." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was like a so that's kind of the impression I get from this, you know, bragging about their, you know, oh, weird, the streaming service for all black culture. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, you're like the guy saying, look at me and how handsome I am. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Oh, shit. What's, What's that over there? there? Oh, no. no. It's Two ass bags and a box of Cheez-Its will be right back. Coming up. Last from the past. This is where we take old shows and incorporate them into new shows. Because you fucks refuse to go get it. When I was with that band, I wasn't I wasn't drinking. So when we play drinking games, I'll 
you know, I'd have to drink this water, which is, you know, not really much of a game because half the game is watching everyone get drunk, you know, and they have to well, take a drink. It gives you a one up, though. You see stupid shit happening, yeah. and other people don't identify with it because they're smart. Yeah. But well, they, then they, again, they, it'd be fun or smash because you'd be like, ah, yeah. ah, ah. Well, they came up with a variation for me since, uh, you know, instead of drinking alcohol, I was drinking water. They made the uh, the exception is I could not get up. I couldn't leave the circle to go pee. Everyone else could, but, you know, since I wasn't getting hammered on water, then my punishment was I couldn't pee. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty... Yeah. That lasted for, you know, a while, and it was like, okay, I... I voluntarily lose, quit, whatever, because I gotta go pee right now. Like <laughs> that? Yeah. Some of those drinking games went on way too long, and by the time we got back to the club to play that night, some of us were still a little hammered. <laughs> a little, bit, little residual leftover glaze. <laughs> yes. Been done that. And then you got the choice, you know, do I, you know, if you're that person, if, you know, you start to gig off and you're kind of wasted, do you just keep it going throughout the gig or do you let yourself come down during the gig and by the, by the fourth set you're like, fuck this, I hate life, let me go. I, I, was, I was talking to a guy at work similar to that when I was younger. Um, I used to have to decide because we were out late one night having some beers and stuff and it ended up I ended up leaving that place like 2.30 or something yeah. which is rare rare for me you know yeah. usually I've been asleep a long time and a couple days later I'm talking to him and I go you know when I was younger I used to have that one moment where I had to stop for a second of what I was doing mm -hmm. and go alright i got to be at work in four hours do I want to just ride this out, party mm -hmm. it, and try to sober up the last couple hours to go to work? Or do I want to shut this fucking thing down, yep. get four hours of sleep, and then go in there and go to work? And usually, usually it was like, I'm just going to ride this thing through, and I'll sleep tomorrow, which I never did, because yeah. then all of a sudden a bunch of people show up. <laughs> and, uh, and anyhow, they go, hey, come on, man, get in the car, we're going to go over to so-and-so's. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> and... You know, usually take me three or four days to catch up, and then I'd yeah. have to be usually a Tuesday night. But it seems like that would be the wiser choice, is to stay awake and ride it out. When I was in that situation... Yeah, because you feel like shit, you know, you actually well, yeah. get about three hours or two and a half hours sleep, because yeah. you're forcing yourself to sleep, but yeah. you still want to party. You get a little bit of bad sleep, bad, bad quality sleep. When you wake up, your body is finally to the point where it wants to sleep but now you yeah. have to wake up. Yeah, when you get in that really deep sleep, you wake up. Yeah. yeah, and then what's even worse is while you're asleep, you can't monitor your symptoms and take steps to counteract. Like, if you're dead asleep because you're half-wasted. No, you're you half wake wasted, up where you're at. Yeah, I mean, you may be so sick to your stomach that normally you'd wake up and do something about it, but you're you're sleeping so hard in those couple three hours that it just sits there and gets worse and yeah, worse. You can, like, By the time you wake up, you feel like total shit. Whereas if you'd stayed awake, you could treat those symptoms as they came up. You'd be more tired, but after the end of a couple hours, you're like, okay, I got my nausea under control, I got myself hydrated, I got some drops in my eyes. It usually worked out better because you could you had that time to start treating yourself. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I would run into that 
not necessarily because I was wasted, but just because I was tired. Some of those out of town gigs, we, you know, I'd work all day Friday, mm-hmm. drive out to you know some hour and a half out of town, set up, play, tear down, and then I'd have to drive back to KC and get a little bit of sleep and go work Saturday. Yeah. I worked a lot of Saturdays. And then when I was done with work, I'd have to load up, drive back to that little town where everybody else still was, and go play the second night. It was like, oh, this sucks so hard. See, that's when I should have been freebasing Coke or something. You know, that's when I needed all that energy. But, you know, there I was trying to exist on coffee and cigarettes, and it just wasn't cutting it. <laughs> Two Douchebags and a Microphone, the number one show for people that lie about their favorite podcast. The Bull Weevil Clap. Read up on that sometime. The Bull Weevil Clap, and this old guy that I knew that was uh, in uh, Vietnam, I probably should... Well, you know what? You can take this part out of here if, if you like it, and we can put it somewhere. But this old guy that I knew down the road from me... There was in Vietnam, he told me that uh, one day, you know, him and a couple of guys um, got a day off from the war, so they went into the nearest town to go look for some hookers, you know, they're like, you know, if we're going to die, we're going to get laid, so, okay, all right, so they go in there, and I guess the the Viet Cong um, loaded them full, loaded the uh, prostitutes full of this stuff called the bowl weevil clap. Yeah. Oh, it is. So anyhow, he said, you know, they all went and, um, you know, did what they needed to do. You know, they thought they were all going to die, so they went and they got laid. And the next day, when a guy comes in, he goes, oh, my God. He goes, I hurt so bad. I, you know, my fucking dick hurts like hell. My, my stomach hurts. I think I'm going to die. What'd they do with those damn hookers? So anyhow, and, and he started hurting really bad. He said it hurt so bad you could hardly breathe. You could feel it in your dick shaft. It mm. hurt so bad. So they all go in, and, and I, I guess it's like a horrible infection. And if you don't get it treated, it will kill you. Like, you know, go mm. up your scrotum and into your testicles. And uh, anyhow, the only cure back then was is they had to take this uh, glass rod, shove it in the end of your penis, and mash it with a rubber mallet and then you have to physically squeeze all the infection out of your penis i've heard of this yes and this took like four hours of mashing this uh rod and then squeezing all the infection out because if they don't get all the infection out right then flares right back up yes seals your pp shut yes (laughs) Yeah, that was the old joke of, you know, oh, there's, you know, if you catch VD, your dick's going to turn black and fall off. But there are actually there, That STDs. was worst case scenario. Yeah, yeah, it actually will turn black and fall off because the tissue will die. Yeah, it's kind of um, <laughs> like a grand, uh, a gang green type of deal, you know, or something like mm-hmm. that. So anyhow, um, yeah, he said after that, he said, no, no, no more hookers. So... All aware of the Amber Alert, right? Well, get rid of your disinfectants and rubber bedspreads, kids. It's the all-new Amber Herd Alert System. This fantastic early warning device helps one stay dry and rid of all those annoying mattress invoices. Simply hook up to child under six or psychopath and wait for the running water sound. This clever machine has three distinct settings, Babbling Brook, Ocean Waves, and Roaring River for those close calls. Order today and get a free Cinnabon Renews It cartridge. 
long time ago, um, there was this party house, and, and this one I worked at Justin Jim's uh, Steakhouse. Oh, yeah. Okay, and all of us partied at night, and the guy that worked there, he, he lived back behind Justin Jim's. Um, and uh, anyhow, he, uh, he, you know, he was divorced, and anyhow, so he had kind of like a party house back there. So me and a buddy of mine were sitting back there one night, and we're bored as hell. So we're daring each other to do stupid shit. So I told him, I said, all right, I forgot what he dared me. He probably ran around the block naked or something like that. Uh, something stupid, you know, clucking like a chicken or, you know, or, or like, I don't know, you know, just stuff that we could come up with that we could do. So I'm looking around. I look next door, and uh, it, I guess there's like some party or something going on, and neither one of us heard about it. So we're the only two tool bags sitting there at that party house. We're just sitting there going, fuck, man, this is boring as hell. So, you know, we're doing the stupid shit that we're daring each other to do. So, I, uh, I look out and there's a house next to it with this little porch. I go, hey, go out there, take a dump on the porch, light it on fire, bang on the door, and then come back. <laughs> sure, no problem. So, hey, I'm sitting there and I see this cellulite in the moonlight, this shadowy figure fucking squatting. See these fucking couple of turds come out and see him fucking throw up his shorts real quick. And, and all this is just a shadowy figure. Then I see him stooped over. It took him a long time to get this fucker lit. I see him over there laboring. And I'm going, oh shit. So then he like throws some leaves or some shit on it. And finally I see this little flame. And as I see this like, he kind of clenches up like, yeah! I and all of, fire. And all of this is shadowy, right? So anyhow, I'm like, ah, good, good, good job, well done. So he comes back, he sits down, and we're sitting there waiting, 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 nothing. We both end up passing out. So at three in the morning, I wake up and I see like this glow. It's kind of an orange glow through the uh, um, through the blinds. Yeah. What the hell? And I hear a bunch of rustling and shit and people talking. All of a sudden, it dawned on me. Oh, shit, he burnt down the house next door. Oh, my God. So, anyhow, I get up, I, I go over there, and there's like four firefighters with this hose, and a guy standing out there shaking his head, and they're all laughing because someone shit, shit on their porch, lit it, and it caught their porch on fire because nobody fucking answered the door. They were probably sound asleep. Maybe they're on sleeping pills or something. God. I'm like, dude, dude, wake up. He's like, oh, fuck, man. I'm on, I'm on probation. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go to jail. I'm like, dude, calm down. It didn't burn the house down, man. Nobody died or nothing. Listen, they're all out there laughing and stuff. Yeah. And the homeowner's like shaking his head like, who the fuck did this? Uh. <laughs> so anyhow. I had a request. Yeah. From uh, my friend Lona that listens to this podcast and will probably listen to this, but uh, anyhow, some of the some she's going way back with this uh, elaborate prank, and I'd forgotten all about it actually. And mm. there's like there's more on this level specifically that I can tell you about, but this is in general this elaborate prank. And anyhow, it's a really, really good vicious line of events. Uh, 
uh, anyhow, kind of going to go into some humor now. We, you know, we've done some uh, serious stuff, but anyhow, my great buddy Davey, I think a lot of people know him. And, I know Davey. Oh, yeah. See? So, there we go. <laughs> Jesse two knows Davey. Three out of three. Yeah. Cindy knows Davey. Oh, four out of four. Val knows Davey. Five mm -hmm. out of five. Okay. Well, everybody in the whole world knows him, evidently, so... Yeah. Well, you know, when we were, when we were teenagers, um, every summer his parents would go to uh, Truman Lake and they'd take their camper there and they'd be gone for pretty much from uh, Memorial Weekend to Labor Day Weekend. So, oh, you know, wow, a good yeah. two and a half month stretch, something like that. Yeah. You know? but sometimes it would stretch into three, depending on how they felt, you know. And, uh, and so, anyhow, this meant one thing Hardy House. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> So yeah, you know, uh, uh, you know, Davey and I had some evil tricks that we like to play on the people. You know, uh, the people that all partied at the house for a while, they were all in on the gag because they probably had it happen to them before. Yeah. So you know, so uh, anyhow, you know, they they were a victim at one point, and then after they got through with the uh, the hurt and the embarrassment and the bruises. They're like, okay, all right, well, it's time for someone else. So, you know, new guys that would come to the house didn't yeah. know about this, but the people <laughs> that were there for a while, they knew. They knew they were safe. So, uh, anyhow, one of the things that we would do is, you know, we'd all be getting trashed. But anyone that wasn't at Davey's house before would not know this. There was a, a refrigerator in the back room that contained all the sodas, mm -hmm. all the Dr. Peppers, all the Cokes, all that, you know, the Sprites, what have you, Mountain Dews, Dr. Peppers were all in the back fridge. Yeah. And the front fridge was full of useful stuff like food and stuff like that, okay? <laughs> so uh, anyhow, you know, we'd all be getting smashed and uh, anyhow, uh, you know, someone would wake up and they'd be parched. So they would look for something that they could drink and also have caffeine. We didn't believe in coffee back then. We were teenagers. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Coffee didn't exist. It was all soda pop. Yep. So what we would do is we would take a can of soda and uh, we would, you know, open it up and drink it or, you know, throw it out or whatever. Or probably drink it most likely. We weren't that stupid. And we would piss it. Oh. So we would take this can of uh, open Dr. Pepper, let's say, <laughs> and with all the content gone, we would piss in it, and then we'd stick it back in the fridge. Ouch. Well, like I said, the people had been there for a while, they knew about it. Yeah. The new people didn't know. Don't drink from the front fridge, <laughs> drink from the back fridge. Well, the people have been there for a while, I'll be like, uh-uh-uh, I ain't getting this one right here. Uh-uh-uh. Oh, my I'm, God. Uh, I'm gonna go get this one uh, in the back room. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, anyhow, you know, uh, it would usually end up like this. You, we'd hear a scream and some cussing and, and some threats and stuff like that. And then we'd come down there and everyone would, like, no one would know who did it. We're like, what? Are you fucking joking me? And then, uh, you know, go over there if they didn't, like, throw it against the wall or something, smell and go, oh my God, it is piss. <laughs> Hey, man, we're going to find out who did this, man. I'm sorry. So, you know, and then you later already on, make the excuse like, well, old man, I was collecting this urine sample for my dog. I got to take him to the vet later. So sorry. I should have marked the it. The only thing I had was a Dr. Pepper can, and you happen to be the first sucker that wasn't in on the conversation. You know how tough it was to get that dog to pee into that Dr. Pepper now can? Now it's ruined. 
and it, and it had to be a day old. My dog's gonna die because you drank his piss. So anyhow, so you drink the dog's piss and the dog dies. Yeah. that's pretty bad. Yeah, I can't get the sample to the vet in time, and he's deathly ill. Thanks a lot, fuckface. They go. We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, I'm glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. 